All right, everybody, welcome to uh, another episode of the American Swirl Podcast. Uh, I am Rudy Martinez, and this is Raul. Say hi, Raul. Uh, hello, everyone, and uh, happy birthday, America. Yeah. America. Yeah. So, did you see the link when I sent you for the recording for this week, what I what I called it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Happy fucking birthday, America. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm not in the minority when I say it doesn't feel like it's a celebratory time in this country. Yeah. So it has been a long time since the last time. Uh, so just a quick catch up for everybody who wasn't, who, who's been wondering where we were. Um, my wife and I went on a, a little vacation for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to throw you under the bus here in a second. Oh yeah. Do you think? Uh, and I was, uh, I was going to put up a, uh, we're going to be on a brief hiatus and, and yada, yada. And then somebody told me, no, no, I'm going to record something. And then, well, what happened, Raul? What happened is, <laughs> what what happened is, if Rudy's not here, Raul's a lazy fuck. <laughs> no lies detected. <laughs> so, and then when we got back, uh, my wife and I both actually came down with COVID, and um, it, it wasn't terrible. It just I mean, for, for, for my wife, it was a little bit worse than for me. She seemed to have like, cause we both are vaccinated uh, and boosted. She seemed to have like a mild flu and I had probably about a day and a half, two days of what felt like just a chest cold. Um, I will say though, and then we both are fully recovered we're fine. I will say though, we were both tired. Um, and, and COVID brain like after is a real thing. Like, I will literally forget the most basic things. Um, like names for things that are, you know, everyday common stuff. And I'm like, what in it? It's COVID brain. It's COVID brain. So turn my phone on silent. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, but yeah, so now we're back and we're back at it. I really still want to get to, and I'm, I'm thinking we're going to do this in two weeks. We're going to start a series where we celebrate all of the things that um, different cultures have brought to this country. Yeah. I um, think it's important right now more than ever. Um, just with what's going on in the Supreme court and around the country. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, so the last time we talked, yeah. do you remember what we were talking about? The last time you and I spoke off about on the, on the podcast, the last time we spoke was a mass shooting. Yep. Do you remember which mass shooting? Yeah. That was the one in Buffalo. Right, and then right Since after then, you left, then uh, exactly Uvalde happened. So we've had another mass shooting since the last time we did an episode. We've had the overturning of Roe versus Wade. We have had the reversal on Miranda rights. We have had "Don't Say Gay" come to fruition and become the law in Florida. Am I missing anything? Uh, let's see. The Supreme Court overruled a one hundred year law in new york about uh concealed weapons right um and uh our our good friend uh clarence thomas might be looking to uh <laughs> reverse lgbt rights and who knows what else i it's funny because somebody brought up a point about him 
Uh, you know, he, everybody, well, you know, and I know, yeah. and for those of you who don't know, Clarence Thomas is an African-American uh, Supreme Court justice who is married to a white woman. And the reason that that's important is because the same, the same reasons that Roe became the law of the land, that um, all of these other things that he's wanting to take a second look at, like the birth control, um, uh, same-sex uh, marriage, um, they're all based on pretty much the same privacy law. Um, and so they, he wants to attack that. But the thing that's really ironic to me is that it's also very similar to the same reasoning that the Supreme Court used for um, Loving versus Virginia. Uh, he, of course, conveniently didn't mention that at all in his list of things that he wants to get rid of, or I shouldn't say that he wants to get rid of, that he wants to take another look at. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's it, it, anybody who thinks that this is where it's going to end has not paid attention to the last 50 years of the Republican Party long game. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, and one thing, one thing you have to commend the Republican Party on is that when they put their minds to something, no matter how long it takes, they figure out a way to get it done. And and they don't care who they have to step on to do it. And not that the Democratic Party needs to follow suit in such an evil way like these Republicans do. But we need to stop. And I say we, I'm not, I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat, but we need to stop kowtowing and, and, and when they're, whenever they're in power, they don't try to work with, with the other side. And I think whenever Democrats are in power, not anymore, they don't. Yeah, whenever the Democrats are in power, they always try to bi- make everything bipartisan and and kowtow to the Republican side, and it, that needs to stop. I mean, if they if they're not doing it on their end, then what's what's the reason to try and do it on it? Because anytime they try to pass anything that makes any kind of sense, the Republicans shoot it down anyway. And 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 really, it's Mitch McConnell yeah. that shoots it down. Yeah. Uh, the moment that he he said when Barack Obama became president that his only goal was to stop anything that Barack Obama uh, wanted to enact, you knew that the, he, he was saying the quiet part out out loud, um, and and he hasn't had to be quiet. He, it, the reality is, in this country, it's not going to change. Um, I live in a state where I used to have a progressive representative in my little district where I live now, and they have redrawn the district lines. And now I have a staunch conservative Republican um, because that's, that's just the end game for Republicans. They get away with it and they get away with it and they get away with it. Um, I, I think you and I talked about this off the air. Uh, you know, I love Michelle Obama. You know, I love Barack Obama. Um, but back in 16, during the run up to the election, when she said, when they go low, we go high. I didn't think game over, but I did think, mm, no, you, you don't know how to deal with a bully. Right. That's, you, you know, if somebody's going to, because here's the thing, if you are going to, if I'm, a, if you, if, if you raw are going to let me shit on your table and you're going to clean it up with a smile on your face and say, don't do that again. Fuck you going to do if I do it again. Right. You know, what's stopping me? Right. And that's that. And I know that's a gross analogy. 
Uh, but the reality is that's the truth. If you let somebody keep punching you and picking at you and taking from you, and you just keep wanting to play nice and play by the rules when they clearly don't want to, there's nothing that's going to stop them. The only thing that's going to stop a bully is punching him in the fucking mouth. And until Democrats understand this, they're never Democrats. I honestly believe are their own worst enemy. No, it's Um, because if they had a little bit of motherfucker in them, I think we would be having a different conversation. Well, and they, we need more people like AOC in office. Um, You know, she's not afraid to say what she needs to say. She's not afraid to, to put her beliefs out on the table because they're the the Republicans the the radical Republicans are doing the exact same thing except they're insane people and then whenever <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong yeah ain't wrong. but then when we we come up and we're like hey we're not gonna let you do this and this is what we should do these are what we believe and then we're the ones that's hysterical uh, uh, yeah right. And I, you know, and here's the thing, I will say this, I don't always agree with AOC's policies, No, um, but I, I, I think the thing that I love about her is that she will not back down from a fight. She will call bullshit, bullshit. Whereas yeah. most Democrats are so wrapped up in playing nice. Um, I had a thought this, this week, some of my very dear friends who are very passionately liberal and, and humanitarians and good human beings. Yeah. I see a lot of the the rhetoric of, you know, violence is never the answer. And I'm not advocating violence, but I would like to point out that violence is the only thing that got us our independence. Violence is the only thing that freed the slaves. Violence is the only thing that in the face of of overwhelming odds for the I mean, hell, we can even say violence got women the right to vote. Um because the, the reality is you know, violence isn't just me taking a gun to somebody. Violence is standing up and I will not be moved. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's exactly yeah. what's happened time after time after time. But I just, I think that I will go back to this until I'm blue in the face. You keep letting a bully get away with whatever they want to get away with without punching them in the mouth. You're always going to lose. Yeah. When they go low, take it to the flow. Exactly. Yeah. Let's play limbo exactly. out here. So, um, but I want to say something good because I don't want this to be just all somber. Um, we got a new American uh, Supreme Court justice. Justice Katanji Jackson. She was Finally. sworn in. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, I mean, on the one hand, I'm over the moon excited and happy about that. On the other hand, I'm really bummed that she's replacing another progressive or liberal justice. Um, so it doesn't really tilt the scales in any way. But um, History. I mean, it's important. Yeah. And it matters. And um, so, yeah, I think that's fucking cool. I do. No, I really It's do. the coolest. And we have, so now we have Katanji Brown Jackson. We have Justice Sotomayor. Um, yep. Yeah. It, it It's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's great to be able to say we live through that, that portion of, of what's going on in history. Right. Um, Hopefully there's a way we can tip the scales in the next couple of years and, and get the Supreme Court back or at least to a, some sense of normalcy. Right. 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 Um, I don't know. I, I wonder if the deal, if there, 
they applied for a government job and they lied on their on their application, basically. Well, no, they they swore an oath to tell the truth and they lied. So that is contempt of Congress. It's the contempt, um, exactly. And as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, and I'll double check, but as far as I'm aware, that is a criminal offense. I believe so. Because you're talking about again for people who who aren't paying attention. Uh, one, why the hell aren't you? Uh, <laughs> but two, I think it was Brett Kavanaugh and um, well, it got Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Clarence Thomas. Uh, who's this? Well, Clarence Thomas didn't lie under oath in front of Congress about about whether or not he would overturn Roe v. Wade. It was the three justices that um, forty five appointed. What's this lady's name? Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Coney Barrett. But she didn't lie. She danced around it, and so she didn't. You know, um, but Brett Kavanaugh and the other douche nozzle. I don't remember um, this guy's they, name. They both were asked directly, and they're like, "No, it's established law. We would never, you know." So, but so yeah, they definitely lied straight up to Congress. Uh, I don't think anything's going to happen. No, I think as much as AOC wants something to happen, again, feckless Democratic Party, they're not going to do anything. No. Um, I think though that at the end of the day, I am trying so very hard not to be cynical and 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 give up on this country on the other hand i'm so relieved that we're going to be leaving this country <laughs> fuck you <laughs> also take me with you <laughs> come on brother come on oh here we go i know what i wanted to ask you about i actually was going to text you about this last night so we're going to get off topic here a little bit because honestly this is whole thing's been heavy and it's disheartening yeah. and everybody in america is fucking tired of it everyone's tired and we don't want to dwell on it so I'm going to bring up something that I think that you and I have talked about before. You, you, your dream has always been to go to Greece. Okay. So last night I was sitting here and I, or not last night, it was over the weekend. I had a wild hair up my ass and I'm like, man, I have the PlayStation plus and I, and the free game this week or this month, whatever was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I hated it when it first came out. Cause I checked it out of the library. You should all go get a library card. Um, and I played it and it was so glitchy. Like it was just so glitchy that it was hard to play. Uh, so now it's been out for a very long time. It's a, it's a free game. I loved the, it was a beautiful game. It was a fun story. So I tried it again and I noticed that I didn't notice this before. And I have Odyssey and I have um, Origins. I have all the Assassin's Creed games. And I didn't notice that they have an explore mm -hmm. option. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, do they have this on the other ones? And so I, I re-downloaded my copy of, Origins and Odyssey. Odyssey. And Odyssey is in Greek, yep. in Greece. And they do have it. Yes. And I'm like, you can literally just take a tour of old timey Greece. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, I got to, I got to find out if Rawl has that. And if he's gonna, if he doesn't have it, he should get it. Or maybe I'll get it for him yeah. because, you know, it's a cool game. Blah, blah, blah. No, have I, you done it? I do have it and I have done it. And it's yeah. pretty amazing. And what's so amazing is how accurate the maps are. And, right. And even in old timey, like, you know, uh, classical era friggin' Greece, they still have the ruins from the Mycenaean era, which is. Yeah. Pretty I awesome. That was awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I was just digging around with that and, and, and I'm like, so here's what I'm doing. Uh -huh. Right. This is my, my right now. I have, I have uh, Origins, Odyssey and Valhalla right. all loaded up. I'll do like a quest in 
Origins. Yeah. And then I'll jump over to Odyssey and do a quest. And then I'll jump over to Valhalla and do a quest. Uh-huh. And then to cleanse my palette, I reinstalled my Mass Effect 1, 2, 3. Okay. And then I'll go right back to the beginning again and start and, and play the next quest on Origins. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm sad, pathetic. I just, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a nerd. It, if I wasn't so ruggedly handsome, dude, I would have never been able to find a woman to love me. Because <laughs> I mean, oh, you're the that. So yeah, dude, you're the that guy. Guy, you walk, you walk in the room with your guy. wife, and they're like, "That guy." Right, I am that guy. I absolutely am that guy. Oh man, yeah. So I wanted to. I, I did. That's like a palate cleanser. Yeah, because. I haven't I mean, I, played I, Odyssey probably, I'd say in like three or four months, but every now and then I do the same thing. I'll re-download it. Right. And play it. Yeah. I'll play it straight I, through again. Just to. What do you, what's your console? Uh, PlayStation. 4. Or do you play on computer? I play on PlayStation. Okay. PlayStation. That's what I have PS4. Yeah. I, I just, it's like, there's a, I, I, see, but I am also that guy who like new games come out and this is why I love my library. This is why I tell everybody to get a library card. New game comes out, I'll run down to the library and I'll check it out as soon as they get it. Yeah. Um, and they let you check it out for a week and I'll check it out, play it. And if I love it, then I'll buy it. Yeah. And it saves me so much money because most of the time- It's not worth it. I mean, like, dude, I played, what was that That one that just came out a couple of months ago that everybody was playing? Uh, Elden Ring? Elden Ring? Yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah. So I, I checked out Elden Ring. I popped it in, create my character, played for 10 minutes. Hated it. Done. Took it out. Put it in the case. Next day, drove back to the library. I just don't like it. I, and I get it. People love it. Blah blah blah. Um, for me, I just I just don't like it. So I, I everybody get a library card. Check out. If, even if you don't like books, you you like video games. They have music. They have whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, and my wife will tell you this. She laughs her ass off at me. I will basically play the same two or three games all the time. Yep. Um, and then like four or five games every so often. Yeah. It takes a lot for a new game to break into the rotation. Because yeah. I mean, I've played Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, the, the entire thing. I've probably played it through, when it re- got reissued, I've played it through twice already. Yeah. So this will be my third playthrough. Okay. Uh, it hadn't even been out a year, <clears throat> the, the re- reissue. Yeah. Um, I've played Skyrim for thousands of hours. Yeah. If I'm honest, Fallout 4 for thousands of hours. Fallout 76 came out, and I'm like, this is straight trash. Um, you know, uh, I play Fallout New Vegas hundreds of hours, you know, and it's so it's like, so for a new game to come out, I have to really freaking love it. And I just, I want somebody to make me, though, an Assassin's Creed like Aztec. That would be cool. Assassin's right? Creed Aztec or, uh, I heard they were working on developing a Japan Assassin's Creed. Japan. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be awesome too. Yeah. I mean, it, there's just so much because these guys, they don't, they, they spend literally years yeah. on the history and stuff and whatever. So it's like, yeah. And I mean, honestly, if you go back to ancient, well, not even ancient, just 500 years ago, Aztec culture, it was rivaling. I mean, yeah. it was rivaling Europe. Yeah. And so it was, you know, um, I would love to see that on a video game, dude. That'd be gorgeous. That'd be really cool. Or like, uh, even if they did like, like Aztec, and then some. Like if they did like a Mayans, Mayans, and Incans, Zulu, and, oh, yeah. something. It'd be crazy. Hell yeah! There's that's a lot. There's a yeah. So that's my dream. If I knew how to 
create a video game, I would probably, but I'm just, I'm an old crotchety old man. I just want to play them. I don't want to, I don't want to have to make them. Do it for me and then I'll play it. Right. <laughs> I promise I'll buy it. And that, and, and listen, Ubisoft, if you're listening, that is a game that I will buy brand spanking new instead of waiting for it to go on discount. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's the other thing I do. I wait, I wait till things go on sale. Like the other day, I was looking at my list of games and I'm like, when did I buy Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2? Because I wasn't going to spend like, it was like 90 you know, 100 bucks. bucks for that, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, when did I buy that? Oh, that's right. It was on sale for $29.99 yeah. on one of the sales. Yeah. That's why I bought it. I do the same thing. I, still, I still haven't played it. <laughs> I never buy I never buy games new. Like you have to really grasp right. my attention for me to buy it brand new. The only one I bought brand new in the last several years was the reissue of Mass Effect. Yeah. When it came out, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. That was the... Only time I think I bought a brand new game. I bought uh, I bought Mass Effect Andromeda when it was new, and I wanted. I did that too, and that was a regret. It was a huge regret. Yeah, I was, but angry at myself. I was too, because that that I think that was that was the final nail in the coffin for me, where I'm like, I always know to wait yep. till they go on sale. I know that I should wait till they go on sale. Yeah. So now I do. Yeah. Unless it's like a reissue. Oh, and I also did the same thing, but the reissue wasn't massively expensive because um, it was really just an update for Skyrim. Okay. The uh, anniversary edition. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I, I'm glad we're talking about something not heavy. <laughs> me too. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me ask you something though. Yeah, what you got? Like- on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being head over heels in love. Okay. And one being, you know, I need you to help me bury the body because <laughs> I fucking hate this person and they deserve to die. Okay. Where would you say your love for America is right now? I'd say a seven. Really? Yeah. Wow. You, you are a lot more optimistic than I am. Yeah. I. Why, why a seven? Cause that's, that, that's good. Yeah, I mean, because it's the same reason I, I, I say every week when we have this discussion, it's the fact that people aren't just rolling over and letting this shit happen. People are in the streets. People are protesting. It's a vast majority of this country that does not agree with what's happening. You know what I mean? There's a small minority that's trying to control the country. Now, they're getting yeah. away with it. But the population is not like no one's just rolling over and letting it happen. Now, if it was a complete handmaid's tale issue where they just took over the goddamn country and I'd probably be at a ten. But we're not we're not in a place where the fascists are actually taking over. You know what I mean? We're we came close. I don't, I don't. We came close in twenty twenty. But it didn't happen, right? I think that that a lot of it's going to depend on what happens with the rest of this hearing Yeah, uh, for the January 6th commission, which we haven't even touched on. No. Um, I think though that fascism doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's not like you wake up one day and all of a sudden you have fascists in charge. Yeah. I think that we are slowly, honestly, handing over our rights, our freedoms. Um, keep an eye on Ron DeSantis. He's yeah. the governor of Florida, where I live. Um, he's the one who the, was instrumental in in don't say gay bringing about the don't say gay bill. Yes. And now we have teachers who are 
you know, being told in not so subtle ways, you shouldn't have your picture of your spouse in your, you know, office and because the kids might see it and ask questions. And, um, and he's also gone on and said that he doesn't believe that, that the founding fathers, uh, believed that we should have a separation of church and state. And there is, and I don't, I cannot, I cannot express this enough to people there is a very real possibility that this man will be president of the United States, whether it's the next election or the one after that. Yeah. It's a very real possibility. Yeah. So imagine Donald Trump, but intelligent. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of the people that, that pump Trump up, obviously they're tired of this guy. And DeSantis is looking really good to him. And I mean, he he's he's not stupid. No. Um I I mean I won't like Donald Trump was just a moron. But he is, his worldview is just not, it's, the it's same very world. narrow. It's, it's very narrow. It's the same worldview as, as any of those Trumpian people, right? But yeah. he has a way of, of polishing, it, polishing his message mm-hmm. to make it appealing to, to middle-class white people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is quintessentially your stereotypical um, smarmy right-wing politician. He's just very good at it. I mean, this is a guy who said, we don't need to close schools for COVID, but then he pulled his kids out and wouldn't let them go. And it's like, dude, if if, if, if the rules were not the same for him that they were for everybody else. Right. You know, I watched him get in college students' faces when he was giving a presentation and they were standing behind him, you know, as they were, whatever. And he was where they were wearing masks. Those were high school and students. I'm like, oh, were they high school students? They, they were. And it's, it's like, dude, I just, I don't know. He's just, he's not a good human. No. You know, but I mean, no, I, well, the good, the good humans that were in that party were either kicked out or they're being pushed out. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's many more good humans in that party right now. Yeah. I, I can't disagree with you. Okay. One more question. What and then got? I'm going to, we're going to go ahead. And, so we, we touched on it earlier at the beginning of the episode. Supreme court overturned Roe v. Wade. Uh-huh. Um, you and I were men. Yeah. We're, we're guys. We're dudes. It doesn't affect us directly the way it would affect your wife or my wife. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to ask you something. You can tell me you don't want to answer or you can answer it. Okay. Uh, and I didn't tell you I was going to do this beforehand because I didn't really want to. And don't worry, I can always delete it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been involved in an abortion? Uh, not that I know of. Well, I mean, knowingly. Have you ever? No. You know. Not okay. knowingly. Do you, would you, like if you were, let's say things were different you because I mean, you're, you're married, you're whatever, but you're a single man. And, and hypothetically, um, you and your girl, you know, you have a, an oops or whatever. Right. And she says, baby, I'm not ready. I want to go and, and I want to terminate this. What are you going to do? Well, if she says, baby, I'm not ready. I want to terminate. Then that's her choice. Right. Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? I'm not going to carry the baby for nine months. Right. Right. Um, me personally, I would want to have the kid, but yeah. also I also believe in that's her body, mm-hmm. right? So, are you trying to talk her out of it, or are you saying, "Okay, baby, we're, we're going to do this"? And 
you're going to walk in with her, make sure she's not having to go through the gauntlet of all of the protesters by herself? Or are you just saying, that's fine if you want to do that, but I'm out and I'm not dealing with it? No, we'd go through it together because we're together. Right? Okay. I mean, yeah, we, we, go, to, we go through it together because we're, we're a team. We're, we're teammates. We got in this together because we wanted to yeah. be together. I'm not going to leave you hanging, right? Yeah. I, I was just curious because the one thing that I keep seeing on social media is that men have got to be more vocal. Yeah. Right. I agree. Um, so I will say, and I haven't talked to my wife about this, so I probably should run it by her before I publish this, but I've been involved. I've done it. Um, I'm not going to give the details because I don't want anybody trying to speculate if they know me who it was or whatever. Um, and it's, it is, it's not, and a- I went through the door and, it, and it's, it's not it, anybody who thinks that, cause I keep seeing, I've seen this a couple of times where, where people are like, well, yeah, you should be able to have an abortion if you're raped or if you're this, or if you're that, or if life's in danger. But I mean, people who just use it as birth control shouldn't be, they should be punished for it. There should be, listen to me. I want to make something, and, and this is just one experience. If you've ever walked into an abortion clinic, if you've ever sat in a waiting room, you are not looking at people who are going in there like frivolously, like, eh, you know, this this thing happened, just suck it out of me. Yeah. No, they're not doing that kind of shit. Right. Um, it was, I, I was emotionally exhausted sitting there. Um, and just seeing these women, what really surprised me was that I was, I think I was one of two guys who were in there. Um, most of the people who came in and came and went were with other women. So to me, first of all, uh, we need to step up, whether it's our significant other or whether it's our, our sisters or our friends or whoever, we need to show up. We absolutely need to show up. Um, second though. It doesn't matter what I want. Exactly. It it it's you know. Exactly. I can have my emotions about it. I can have my feelings about it. I can think you know whatever I want to think about how I feel. I think that's one of those times though, where um, you park your shit because you're one hundred percent supposed to just be whatever this other person needs you to be. Exactly. I, um, um, you know, it, it would be like no different if my wife has cancer or, you know, um, she's going through it. I have to park whatever and I have to make sure, you know, I don't get to whine about my needs or, you know, oh, well, I have stuff to do. No, park everything and you just be there. Yeah. And I think that's really, I think, and I, maybe I'm wrong. If you're a woman and you're listening, you tell me if I'm wrong. But I think really that's all that they want from us, just to shut the fuck up and show up. And I don't I think that's what women want from men in general, but in particular this situation. Like I can't right. I can't imagine I can't imagine going through that. You know what I mean? Going through it can't be an easy decision, you know? I don't think I, yeah. I doubt it's an easy decision, you know. Oh god no. I right. Not. It's not an easy decision. You have to the anxiety that comes with it. You know, the fear, the fear, the what ifs. And I mean, right. Right. Um, and I, I, I mean, I'll just come out and say it, dude. I don't give a fuck if it's, if it's their 
I just got pregnant and I don't want it because I fucking don't want it. I don't, the, 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 the stipulations of exceptions for this or that or whatever, dude, who gives a fuck? Here's the thing too. Like all these stipulations and all that shit, all these people that, that come up with these things, they're pro-life. They're, you know, all these things, they're not pro-life once the baby gets here. Once the baby comes out the, out the vag, they don't give a shit about it. <laughs> they don't. You ain't wrong. They don't. They, no, they right. want to take away welfare, which is going right. to help people that can't afford to take care of their children that you just forced right. them to have. Right. Right. Uh, they they want to they want to take away uh, child care benefits. They want they, they want maternity maternity leave, leave. They, uh, health care for postnatal prenatal. Right. Like these are all the things that they want to chip away. It's about control. It's about control. They want to take away these rights, but they want to force you to have this thing. Yep. Or not thing, sorry. This this No, it's fine. You can say it's a thing. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. This this, no, this you're thing right. that's and I I have children and I love my children. But yeah. for they're they're parasites until at least they're able to get a job and, yep. and move out. Exactly. You know what I mean? So now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna be like, Oh, he's calling his kids parasites. Listen, my son Yes, yes he is. I am. If you know my son this this I love my son to death, but uh let's just say he's on vacation and he got himself a new phone and he's like, Dad, I need money for the phone. And I'm like, dude, why can't you wait till I get home? Anyway, that's here nor there. Yep. Kids are parasites. I love them. They're broke your little broke best friends. They're cool to have around. <laughs> but they ain't never got no money. um but no i i yeah it it just it's just crazy and then the same people that that say my bot or they were saying it's their body their choice when it it came to masks when it came to vaccines when it came to all these things that that could have been better for the greater good now they're raw yes raw yes that's different it's not different it's different it's the same thing (laughs) and if anyone says that's different fuck you and I hope you choke on a plan B pill that you didn't want it to take away from somebody. Because the same motherfuckers that are trying to take it away from poor women and women of color, I guarantee they're still going to get abortions if their side chick gets pregnant. Or, and there it is. Or their maid or whoever else it is. Listen, there's two things that are unequivocally, undeniably fact about this. It's going to affect poor mm-hmm. women of color, mm-hmm. black women, Latino women, and at a, at a much higher disproportionate rate. Mm-hmm. And two, study after study has shown that when you have access to abortion and you couple that with very liberal sex ed and, and these women learn about their bodies and men learn about their bodies, that you see a massive decrease in one, unwanted pregnancy, yep. and two, overall crime. Yep. Because you don't have poor people having more poor kids who don't have, you know, but I mean, honestly, and I know I'm cynical. I know that I'm really cynical about this, but I, part of me believes that the Supreme court knows that this is going to disproportionately affect black kids, um, and Brown kids. And that's just going to feed the, the school to prison pipeline. Yep. And that's good for their economy. Exactly. And I and I know that sounds cynical, but I don't feel like it's a stretch. It's not a stretch. It's not a stretch at all. I mean, think about it. Back in the eighties, early nineties, you know, people were having all these kids and where'd they end up? Is 
school to prison pipeline from the eight, even the seventies. Like you had the crack epidemic. These people were making money off of black and brown faces. They're making money yeah. off of us. Yeah. And if they take away abortions, um, you know, people were not going to have a baby. You're not going to be able to take care of. And the government's going to take yep. care of that, that baby for you by way of the prison system. And I, and if case, and I don't want to make too fine a point of, I mean, this is just true. And I, I don't mean to dogpile on Florida. I mean, I, I don't like Florida. I mean, but, it's, it's Florida, but I mean, a fact is a fact. And in the state of Florida, um, a few years ago, you know, the school lunch program uh-huh. for kids to qualify for lunch for, for poor to kids to, to eat for their parents to qualify for help. Um, they instituted a mandatory drug screening and it it's like, what does that have to do with the children? That, and that's my question, right? I, I don't, I don't think that a child getting a meal just because their parents are shitty right. doesn't mean that kid shouldn't get to eat. Also, I, I don't care that their, their parent, so their parent smokes a fucking bowl every once in a while. I don't care. Right. Feed that fucking kid. Right. Feed it, that fucking kid. Here's, these people, these these people that come up with these policies, claim to be Christians, and everything they do it goes against what what Jesus Christ would have done. I don't claim to be a Christian, but I know if someone needs help, regardless of who they are, creed or color, I'm gonna do whatever I can to help them. You know what I mean? Like, how right. do you call yourself a Christian and everything you're doing is unChristlike? You're taking away you're taking away right. power from people. You're taking away the rights to their bodies. You're taking away the access to food and healthcare. Like, how is that? How is any of that Christ-like? Yeah. No, you're one hundred percent right. <sighs> See again. Here we are, the end of another episode, and I'm like, I <laughs> fucking back. hate this country. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, well, we'll end it with some good news. Okay, um, give it to me because I need it. All right, so we'll end it on some good news. Uh, speaking of uh, women's health and, and child care and um, maternity, uh, the wife and I are through our first trimester, and we found out we were wow. having twins. So uh, There's going to be twos of you. Twos of us. Have you found out whether you're having – so. I don't know how the I don't know how to ask this question because I don't know what the difference is. But there's like the maternal paternal twins. They're fraternal. Like, I, okay. So what does that mean for so, the stupid people like me? So identical twins normally share a sac, right? So so is that the fraternal or is that maternal or paternal? I don't even know. So there's fraternal, and then there's identical. Is, okay. Right. So identical twins usually share. I, I believe it's two sperm. Um. They, uh, one egg, yeah, two sperm, one egg. Okay, and then fraternal twins are two sperm, two eggs. Okay, yeah. So okay. ours are fraternal. Sweet. So you you can have a boy and a girl, or a boy and a boy, and a boy and a or a girl and a girl. Or, yeah. It's, um, and it's, are you guys going to find out before? Or are you going to wait till? So we we got blood tests done. Um, I'm not sure Gabby wants me to share with the, the okay the, don't. the entire no, world. Don't. don't but don't but if you know yeah but we know we do know. Cool. Well, are you excited? The doctors are like ninety nine point one percent sure that it, the blood tests are accurate. We took right. a, we took a right, sonogram, right. 
on Monday, and you can see one clearly. And then oh, one, but you can't see that it's hiding the other one. The other one doesn't want want us to look at them. So <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. I look hideous. <laughs> That's awesome, though. So yeah. when are you due? Uh, December thirty first is the due date, but uh, Gabby's so tiny that uh, we're probably going to have to have a C-section. So they'll schedule a little bit earlier. It. Yeah, like th- uh, two to three weeks out. Nice. So you could be having Christmas babies. We're hoping not because my nephew's born on Christmas and that would just be way too much. Oh, gotcha. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so. Yeah. And it's been great for me because it's a little less stress because they took Gabby's weapon at work. And... <laughs> <laughs> So now, 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 when you fuck up, you don't have to be afraid for your life. Is that what you're saying? There's, there's that. Uh, yeah, she, she's off field duty, so she's she's not out in the field anymore. So that's cool. Um, oh, that's what you mean. Well, both. <laughs> so is she going to take time off? Um, yeah. Before and after. Well, uh, obviously, she's going if she's going to do a C-section. Yeah, she's going to have to take some time off. Before. Yeah. Um, her. I mean, she works for the government, so she's got really, yeah. really good maternity benefits. Right. Um, good, good, good. Yeah, and then I'll take I'll take some time off as well. That's awesome. And I believe my parents might come out, and then her parents are here. So that's awesome. To help out. Um, that's so. I don't know that I'm going to get to meet the babies before they pop out. Uh, well, um, I don't think any of us will meet them before they pop out. Ha! Huh. But what I meant was. Uh, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Your fucking logic. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get to see you uh-huh. before they come out. Okay. Uh, cause I, if everything goes well, I'm planning on heading home sometime in the fall. Okay. And then that'll include a, probably a day or two drive out to Arizona, uh, and see my brother and see you. Yeah. Um, uh, but the baby wouldn't be there yet. So yeah, babies will still be in the belly. But um Yep. We will make sure before you go to Europe that you get some FaceTime with them, those little suckers. Yeah. All right. I mean, honestly, I I love you to death. I love Gabby to death. I'm sure I will love your babies to death. But dude, until they're like two or three, they're just lumps. I don't really care. They're just gonna be like eh. I went and saw my baby sister when she had my niece uh-huh. and I mean, I was so happy for her. Um, and I mean, if there's anybody in the world that I thought was going to make a hell of a mom, it was going to be her. Right. And so I go and see my niece who is no shit spitting image of her mama. Yeah. And her mama was like the prettiest baby I've ever seen. So she's this pretty little baby, but it's like, she's just all swaddled up and just kind of like, yeah, she don't do nothing. And I'm like, I'm like pushing her. I'm like, do something. <laughs> Get a job. Right? So, <laughs> so I'm like, so uh, I'll come back when she's like five or six and like I can, you know, teach her how to say swear words or throw something or whatever. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love babies. Yeah. When they're somebody else's. Um, yeah, you can get I just, I, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with it because it just it's is like, there. It's like a piece of fine china. Like it's, it's delicate. Sure. It's so I can put my food on it and eat off of it. Well, when I say I'm thinking of like a, a let's say a, a nice vase. Okay. It's like a nice vase. So, so I can just shove a plant in her ass. Right, right. <laughs> you just it's you put it on a shelf and you take care of it and you clean it. You make yeah. sure you know if you have plants in it, you water them. 
but you yeah. don't, you know, you just don't do too much with it. Or else, yeah, I, or else you'll break I, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing for you, you'll have two of them. So yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to start telling one of them that the other one was spare parts, and that's it? So whenever they misbehave, no, I don't. I don't know. We're hoping. We're hoping. I mean, because you know, I will. That's fine. I don't think you know, they get old enough. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, Hey man, you know that you were just supposed to be spare parts in case something <laughs> went wrong with that. Man. That's why they love that one more. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that if it is a, if it's a boy and a girl, uh, Gabby's and the girl aren't going to get along. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> cause they're probably going to act exactly alike. Yeah. Oh God. Wow. You're going to have your hands full. It's going to be fun. I'm gonna, yeah. 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 I'm excited for you though. I'm I'm really so happy for you. And I honestly, I think Sonny's going to be one hell of a big brother. He's super excited. When I told him you would have thought we won a championship, he's like jumping around. He's like, let's go. I bet. Yeah, it was fun. I bet. I mean, and it's cool for you guys because you have a built-in babysitter. Yeah. You know what? I was always the babysitter growing up as as the oldest sibling. And I'm not going to do that to him. I'm not saying all the time. Nah. I'm just saying, you know. No, my, my thought is I want him to be a teenager and enjoy his teenage years while he can. Yeah. But how many, I mean, so many teenagers had babysitting jobs. I'm not saying you don't pay the kid. And if he needs me to, I will represent him. I will be his like manager and I'll make sure you guys pay him right. No, if he's, if he's watching the kids, he ain't getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. You like lights? You like that? Yeah. You like food? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But now he just got a car too, so he's getting his license and he's uh, he's excited about that. So he's going to be doing his own thing. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that is good news. I am so very happy for you, brother. I really am. That is awesome. I think we can leave it at that then. Yeah. Let's leave it there. That's a perfect place to leave it. Let's leave it there. All right. Well, then I will let you say goodbye to everybody. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Happy birthday, America. Everyone out there that's listening, we love you. Uh, take care of each other. Watch out for each other. And that's all. That's what life is about. That's right. All right, brother. I love you. Love you too.